1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
2: Uh, very good money to you, and by the way, we will try to uh, make sense of everything in the news and then make fun of it. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Much to get to. How many perfect brackets are there right now for the NCAA men's basketball team? Zero? Would you suggest zero? Because I think in the entire country, 28 before the Sweet 16, and and it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, every team that I've, you know, do you have superstitions about sports? Do you do you do that? Oh, I'm gonna wear the same jersey. I gotta do this. And even when it's not your team, it's somebody else's team. You think somehow that you have the power of the universe because you didn't, you know, you didn't go to the last game, or you didn't watch the last game, or maybe this is the first game. You know, do you ever do that? I think most of us do that kind of stupid... Superstitious stuff, and and so this weekend I was like, okay, well KU's out but my son graduated. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll say, okay, we'll go support Kansas State, right? Well, Kansas State got beat. And I'm like, well, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, so I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, root for Creighton, you know. And the Creighton falls this weekend, so I'm just shutting up. I'm not gonna say anything else. And by the way, I don't care about any of the teams in the final four. <laughs> I just who cares? But but I think it's it's fun. I like watching the game. Okay, so even though I, I'm not a big fan of any of the teams. I am enjoying the tournament. I am enjoying the tournament. And I've been thinking about this this weekend because I got one of these. Uh, are you ready for this? Are you ready for a little disclosure, maybe a little TMI? I got one of these uh, testosterone tests in the mail here because, you know, uh, sooner or later you're going to start feeling your way age, and I'm in my mid-50s. And I just kind of like I'd like better workouts. And I, and I heard maybe I could do, you know, uh, the testosterone boosting, whatever the hell it is. So I got to do a little blood test, find out where my testosterone is. And, this, and I thought here. I went and Wait. I've been watching uh, ESPN all weekend, and uh, you know, because I, I normally don't watch ESPN, I, I think it's a lot of it is kind of insufferable. And when they cross into politics, I really can't watch it. But I was thinking, because uh, ESPN, while they're running the men's NCAA tournament and the women's, by the way, and the women's, they're also running this uh, Women's History Month uh, PSAs that celebrate Leah Thomas. And Leah Thomas, of course, was a dude until about three years ago, and then became. Oh, well, you're the United States National NCAA Championship female swimmer. It was like uh, ranked in the 400s as a man, became number one as a woman. So I don't know exactly how much my testosterone has declined, but if it is close to uh, the uh, level that it needs to be for a man to compete against women, maybe I should just say the heck with the testosterone boosters and uh, compete with women maybe in arm wrestling. You know, maybe something like that. Or, or if you want to use a broadcast equivalent, uh, you know, every year they do a, a woman's version of the Marconis. Marconis are these annual awards they give for the best show on radio. Not holding my breath, but uh, if I competed as a woman, do you suppose that after 30-plus years in broadcasting as a dude, I could win a Gracie? I mean, listen, if Rachel Levine can go her entire life as a dude, have kids, marriage, the whole deal, be a middle manager toward the end of your career, then decide to be a woman and become woman of the year. And, 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 and let's not forget Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner uh, peaked at 1976. We had his Weedie box and uh, Wheaties box with his name on and face on and everything. And uh, a couple years ago, what, about s- probably six, seven years ago, decided to become a woman on Vanity Fair. I remember I saw the cover. I was like, damn, that's one fine, good looking woman there. And my producer said, oh, that's Bruce Jenner. And I went, and, you know, so I'm kind of wondering, should I just toss this? Should I toss the test? Or should I, you know, become a world champion woman's athlete? Nothing against female athletes. I'm just saying. I was looking at the the world record for shot put, okay? Because uh, by the way, ESPN over the weekend, they ran a headline, they said they weren't sure if men are uh, superior to women with regard to sports. And they immediately took the tweet down because it's stupid. And I was looking at the uh, the women's shot put record. Now, when I was in eighth grade, I was about one, about 245, and I just destroyed everybody in athletics in eighth grade because I was so much bigger than the other kids. I went through puberty early, had a growth spurt, 8th grade 61245 it was like playing football with your dad you know so uh, the world record shot put for women is 73 feet and uh, not, i'm not close to that in 8th grade I, I was throwing about 30 or about 45 to 48 and then the men's is uh, 75 feet all right so you're thinking well rob you don't have a chance well here's the deal uh, the women's shot put weighs 8 pounds and the men's shot but weighs 16 pounds. So if I threw the eight pound shot, I might have a shot. You see, I'm just, I'm just saying, as I'm watching uh, ESPN, I, I don't get ESPN, I really don't. I mean, I guess uh, uh, that's where we kind of part. I always say that you can if you're gonna be a talk show host, you can be a sports host or you can be a political host or you, know, you can be whatever, but, uh, but you can't be both. Rush Limbaugh was an example, he could do both. All right, Rush Limbaugh could be a sports host, could be a uh, could be a political host. He wanted to buy a a football team, but they wouldn't let him because of politics. And uh, he was able to do it. Me, I got to choose my lane. I've chosen, (laughs) I've chosen talk radio, and uh, and politics. A couple of things I want to get to. And I want to ask you this question because there's a lot of. uh, debate as to uh, Trump and DeSantis, and I watched the Trump rally this weekend, and we'll cover that shortly, and And uh, Donald Trump did a, a couple minute screed on Ron DeSantis, and, and I understand why he did it. He feels like he was betrayed by DeSantis, because uh, honestly Trump m- really made DeSantis the governor of Florida. His uh, endorsement propelled him from a third-place candidate to a first-place candidate, and ultimately a, uh, a governor of Florida, and he, by the way, has uh, incorporated a lot of the uh, Trumpian philosophies to his governance, all right? And so, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are uh, you know, angry that Trump is bringing this up during the speech. And, and I got to tell you, there were much better uh, moments in the speech. And And to be honest, I don't like this uh, tit-for-tat. I don't like this uh, poking at each other stuff. I really don't think it it accomplishes much. I understand why Trump did that at the rally. Now I think we should kind of break, go separate directions, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But you've got to competing polls. You've got uh, people saying that since uh, Alvin Bragg, the indictment pending indictment, and by the way, the grand jury is back in session today, <clears throat> that uh, okay, the, the indictment may improve Trump's poll numbers. And in many polls, it shows that he is pulling away. But this morning, I'm getting other polls that say, for instance, DeSantis leads Trump in Iowa by eight points in a head-to-head matchup after sparring over drama and the porn star attack. Now, the the problem with this poll is that Public Opinion Strategies did the poll for Axios, and Axios is a very left-of-center organization. But according to their poll, DeSantis leads Trump by eight points in Iowa. Now, here's another problem. I'm from Iowa, all right? iowa is different i think than like new hampshire um and i think new hampshire leans a little bit more conservative um, I was uh, talking to uh, a wonderful guy uh, who is the main uh, Jack Heath is uh, the Pulse of New Hampshire network of stations that we're on. He does the morning show, and I talked to him this weekend uh, extensively about the, the the folks in New Hampshire, New Hampshire, the uh, the modus operandi of the people of New Hampshire, and i I'm, I'm learning a lot about New Hampshire. Uh, Iowa is. You're thinking a bunch of farmers, a bunch of people who, you know, like to chew on a a, a piece of straw, you know, and wear bib overalls. And, and to some degree, that's very correct. Where I'm from, uh, that's the uniform and a pair of pliers on your uh, on your belt. But uh, but by and large, Iowa is run by Iowa City. Which is the home of Iowa University, Ames, which is the home of uh, Iowa State University, and Des Moines, which of course is the capital of Iowa. And like so many states, even though you're thinking it's, uh, you know, white bread, middle of the country, Iowa is not very conservative. Iowa is purple. There's a little bit of clawback to conservative going on with regard to some of the lunacy of the left and uh, girls and boys sharing locker rooms and all that. But Iowa, I wouldn't necessarily say, if you're doing polling, is really conservative, 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 right? And and I discovered that years ago. When I left Iowa, I was just thinking, oh, yeah, we're conservative. Now, I don't think Iowa's been really conservative, Well, since I left Iowa, about 1988-ish or so. So, you know, I'm kind of deciding, you know, what's going on here? And I realize also this is very, very early. This is very, very early. We were still uh, 20 months away from the election. Uh, Ultimately, the voters are going to choose a candidate. And uh, it's, you know, either going to be, who knows? Who knows? I I personally, I feel it's going to be Donald Trump. And that's, you know, that's fine. It's my it's my opinion. uh, And I've got a number of reasons for seeing this. But then I'm also seeing this headline. And again, help me figure this out. Because, you know, we got Axios saying, oh, yeah, DeSantis is strong now because of the attacks by uh, by uh, Alvin Bragg and all that. And then I see these other uh, polls that show Trump pulling away. And then I see DeSantis donors are reportedly recommending DeSantis sit this one out. Saying, you know, maybe, Ron, you're, you're still young. You're 44. You'll be 46 when you run. You could wait and be 50. That'll be your 50th birthday present to run in 2028. So I'm also reading this, uh, this story that says, according to NBC News, donors and supporters of DeSantis are having second thoughts on the prospect of the governor's potential presidential bid. Now, me personally, I feel like DeSantis is doing a great job as the governor. I think DeSantis, he can run for president if he wants to. I personally feel like he could wait because him running is going to really split the party, and it will really split the party. And if Trump voters feel like there's any sort of uh, favoritism by the RNC under the direction of Rhonda McDaniel, who is Mitt Romney's niece, the Trump voters are going to be very upset about it, very, very upset about it. So I I would love I'd love to know your take on this at 800-922-6680. What do you think is going on here? Yeah. And then also, I want to mention uh, this as the show uh, progresses. We've been doing this nationally for about a year and three months, a year and four months. And the show is resonating very well across the country. What do you like about it? What things do you not like about it? For instance, one thing I've changed about the show, you may have noticed this. uh, Sometimes I don't interrupt the sound bites as much because people say, You gotta let them talk. I'm like, I'll cook. But sometimes I'm gonna have to stop the tape. And, you know, where Rush used to say, Stop that tape! I just stopped the tape myself. And chime in. So I've been I've made that. But I'd like to hear that as well. So so uh what do you think about DeSantis sitting this one out? Do you think he's gonna beat Trump? Do you think Trump's gonna beat him? And what do you uh, you know, what what's working for you on the show? What would you like to see more of, hear more of? Uh what do you like about the show? What not so much? That's fine. Uh eight hundred-nine two two six six eight zero. We got a lot of stuff on the plate. Uh, and we will get right back to it after this. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to one thousand bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time claim a free entry into the one hundred fifty thousand dollar MyBookie Madness Bracket contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.
1: The SS Titanic is going down, and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson show. We have a lot of
2: audio from uh, Donald Trump's rally in Waco, Texas. Which, of course, Democrats will say, "The reason they're doing it is because Trump supporters the white supremacists in Waco, and David Koresh all that." No, actually, you know, Waco's kind of a kind of a cool place, and, and I would venture to say if uh, Trump doing a rally in uh, in Waco is somehow a racist, white supremacist, whatever, then uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines need to reconsider where they are, because if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, David Koresh put Waco on the map, and uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines changed it into a really cool, kind of lovable little place with a grain elevator in the middle and, and, in a, and a muffin shop, just right there, a little uh, espresso and muffin shop there, so I'm thinking maybe uh, uh, they chose Waco because it was uh, kind of an up-and-coming municipality in the state of Texas. In fact, I would almost venture to consider moving to Waco. Uh, or, or maybe right around, uh, in the middle Arkansas. There's another, uh, TV show my wife and I watch on HGTV where Walmart is. Maybe go in there. I haven't even made, and then of course there's always Florida. <laughs> there is always, there is always Florida. But Waco's looking pretty good. You can just go into Chip and Joanna Gaines stores there and, uh, and all of that. So those of you who think that Trump being there, uh, makes him racist and all that, you need to reconsider Chip and Joanna Gaines because you never know. Actually, no, they're great people, and we watch a lot of their programming. Or at least I'm forced to do that. Uh, and we're going to get you some more audio on that. we got some audio with regard to this, uh, this case against Donald Trump by Alvin Bragg. The, uh, the, uh, the grand jury reconvenes, and Jim Gossett threw this together just in case. Uh, attention, Gen Xers, Saturday mornings.
3: Hey, hey,
2: hey, it's that Alvin.
3: And I'm going to make a charge for you <laughs> And claim some things that are untrue. true Alvin Bragg, that's my name I got no soul, I have no shame We'll have a good time as we try to railroad drunk Before I'm kicked out on the big, bad rock. Lies, lies, lies Gonna tell some big lies Hey, hey, hey Lies, lies, <laughs> lies, lies, lies Gonna tell some big lies Hey, hey, hey My name's Fat Alvin And I set the street. <laughs> I'm the worst DA In New York history Fail, fail, fail I'm failing big time Hey, hey, hey Trump, Trump, Trump Got me sweating big time
2: that is uh, a TV show from the 1970s when kids uh, weren't divided by race. In fact, that was one of my favorite TV shows. Right before, well, American Bandstand, but I always chose to go to, uh, to uh, Soul Train because the, the girls were hotter. It's, that's just Soul Train. It's like American Bandstand, Soul Train. Oh, yeah, I'm watching Soul Train. But uh, I'm thinking <clears throat> if they were going to do a reboot of, uh, of Fat Alvin, they could get uh, they could get John Fetterman to play mushmouth. you know, remember that Mushmouth couldn't talk and all that and then there was Rudy, Rudy it's like, why you call me paper cup? No glass you know that kind of thing so uh, anyway, that's from Jim Goss. <laughs> we'll get to that. we got phone calls though I do want to get some phone calls right away here uh, let's talk to uh, Randall Pacific Grove, California. Randall, welcome to the show what's on your mind today.
4: Oh, it's on my mind. I want to answer all your questions, and I don't want to mess up. I want to, okay. I want to make sure that I say everything clearly. But I want to answer all your questions. Number one, you started off talking about the, uh, the, the, the trans in, in the sports, and I want to say that we have to have some laws that are enforced, preventing mothers from raising little boys from two years old to four years old into thinking they're girls, yeah. Uh, not letting them be male, because once they grow up, they can't reverse that damage. And now we have the school system. Now we have the school system reinforcing radical feminist mothers who don't want their, their boys to be men. Uh, and they, um, with that reinforcement, I, I want to say that these trans women that are getting into sports, and I think all the trans women, which are really men, biological males, They are being used as a political football. We need to stop using them as a political football because they want to be in sports, and they can't reverse thinking they're a girl. If they try to be men and get into men's sports, they're still too weak already from the damage of being feminized. So what I'm saying is they're being used as a political football. Of course. No, they should not be allowed to compete in women's sports.
2: Yeah, they should well, we be. Able to, not, not, not Randall, you got to listen. You got to hold on. Uh I'm completely fine with trans uh, people competing against one another. You create another division. End of story. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, yeah, right. But I want this to stop where little boys are being victimized by radical feminism uh, in, into an irreversible catastrophe. I know. Uh, and I, but what I'm saying is you don't hear this about trans men. You don't hear any discussion of girls wanting to be boys yeah. because they, like the boys, are told that the male physiology is just disgusting and they should be empowered as women. They're actually not suffering the same plight. Now, I want to answer your question on, on what, what people, what I like about your show, but yes. I also want to comment on Ron Santos. Ron Go
2: ahead, real quick.
4: Has demonstrated leadership. He's a professional leader. He has not messed up. He has stuck to his conservatism, unlike Jeb Bush, who's a liberal, unlike George Bush, who was got to be the most liberal socialist president in my lifetime. And Ron DeSantis has not messed up, but he has the leadership experience. Donald Trump is still rough around the edges.
2: Yeah, we all want to. Well, he
4: Donald was the president
2: Trump. for four years. There was that.
4: Yes, I know, yeah. and he needs a Pretty good chance. experience there. But we, it's going to be very tough to try to put down Florida, put down Ron DeSantis when Ron DeSantis has, I would say, has a sterling record as of right. I like Randall,
2: to- we got to run, brother. We're up against the heartbreak. I do appreciate it, and uh, call back with your thoughts about the uh, show. Yeah, what do you think? Is it going to be uh, is going to be Trump? Going to be DeSantis? Um, are the critics right that Trump is pulling away, or Ron DeSantis is still in the hunt? 800 6680 This is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Biden's America is crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one day after another. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation pushing hard. Families to the brink. Hell, just look at the price of eggs. And the digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is, you need a plan. You know it. I know it. And that's why I partnered with the great company GoldCo, so you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They are six-time Inc. 500 winner, 2022 company of the year, with thousands of five-star reviews, and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last, only if you call them today. Qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin, so don't wait. Call 855-735-3740. 735 3740 That's eight five five seven three five thirty seven forty. 735 3740
1: The one thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: This is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. So DeSantis donors in one story want him to sit this one out. And then you got this other poll from uh, Public Opinion Strategies for Axios, a left-leaning group saying that DeSantis is leading Trump in Iowa. So uh, what do you think? Now, now, my uh, thing is, I think for the better of the party, the better of the country, both of them ought to maybe put their differences aside. Uh, and, you know, ultimately it's not going to happen, but if DeSantis on a Trump ticket would be, it would be the it would be over. You know, it would be over. He would, they would, he would be the president. DeSantis would be the vice president. DeSantis could run in 2028 and 2032, probably win both times. Who the heck knows? But, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of balls in the air. And another thing, you know, when you think about the Alvin Bragg case, and there are three other cases right now that uh, are uh, pending for Donald Trump. Why, after he left office, uh, has there been so much demonization of Donald Trump and his political movement? By Joe Biden uh, last year, talking in front of uh, Independence Hall, bathed it in red, called Trump supporters MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. Why? Why? Is, why? Generally, when, uh, when you're over the target, that's when the left starts hitting you. And the left, to me, says they're terrified of Donald Trump. And for good reason. Because number one, on Donald Trump's agenda is blowing up the deep state. That's it, and I'm going to tell you, I don't care who the candidate is, if you think that just going back to, oh, we're going to fix health security, and oh, we're going to fix that, and oh, we're going to, no, 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 that's not going to be good enough. Donald Trump changed the Republican Party. So if it's going to be DeSantis, DeSantis had better say, "When I get to Washington D.C., we are going to, uh, we are going to be your retribution," as Donald Trump said again this weekend. And I mentioned in his last uh, stump speech, when in his announcement, he said, "I am your retribution," and you're all thinking that's terrible, that's scary, and all that. But no. No, when you look at all of the abuses and usurpations the country has been through, and we all get it. We get it. We know that the, uh, the COVID virus came from a lab in Wuhan. Duh. We know that China has not been held accountable. We all know, the nation knows, that the Biden family got money from China, and Hunter Biden's laptop spells out how corrupt Biden is. We know we have an open southern border where 108,000 people died of of overdoses last year, 75% fentanyl, and the largest growing number of people dying of overdose are 12 to 18 years old. We know that CRT is being taught in schools, and Americans, by and large, hate it. We know this transgender stuff. Nobody in their right mind in the country, no parent in their right mind, believes that that a little boy who decides to put on a dress at four should immediately start hormone replacement therapy, and then eventually have mutilative surgery before their 18th birthday. Right? Can we all at least agree on all of those things? So the only solution to ending that nonsense is to go Washington, D.C. and dismantle all of that nonsense. And right now I would venture to say that Donald Trump kind of has the lead on that. So uh, if you think it's just going to be about the and, and the economy and this and that, it's not. There's going to have to be a whole heck of a lot more to it. Here is uh, Dennis in Lafayette, Indiana. Hello there, Dennis. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hello, Dennis. Are you there, my brother? All right, Dennis is not there. Oh, you got him. Okay, we got him. He might have nodded off there because, you know, when, people, when I talk, sometimes that happens. Uh, Dennis, hello, my friend. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm glorious. What's going on? Uh, I want to comment
5: on DeSantis and Trump. Yes, sir. Trump all the way. Okay. He's been through it all. He's faced all the critics. And I don't believe uh, DeSantis, not that he hasn't faced critics, uh, has not faced it on the level of Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Dennis. Also, I I, I might mention, he, uh, DeSantis did get a little bit of uh, uh, criticism in Florida. Obviously, there's a lot of money spent against him in this last uh, gubernatorial race, but he has it. And if you think that Ron DeSantis is going to skate through the media, uh, that's not going to happen. They will do everything they can. They will throw everything at him. Uh, so if you think that they're just uh, you know they're going to be treating with kid gloves, uh, I think you're absolutely incorrect. Go ahead, buddy.
5: And exactly right. And Trump has faced that, so he knows how to handle it. And on your show, yes. I don't believe you should change anything. You don't think so? people listen to you.
2: Well, I appreciate your thoughts. Anything that you like the most? Um, the way you present things. Okay, very
5: good, uh, thanks. Some of your words you say. Uh, you said here a while back, and sort of disappointed me that you was going to stop using the word curb stomp.
2: Oh, curb stomp, yes.
5: And I'm thinking, hell no! <laughs> I love the word. I wish I could have thought of
2: that one. People got really mad at me because I, I you know, when I hear curb stomp, it's more of a uh, phrase and not necessarily an act. Uh, because curb stomping apparently involves stepping on somebody's head. I didn't. And some people got very upset that I was using the word curb stomp to talk when somebody is defeated. So I said, I'm going to stop using it. So you, you liked the word? Oh, I love it. All right, thanks.
5: I think, and I. I, I Work in retail, and you, of course, you work on radio. Yes. That you can't please everybody, so stay yeah. true to yourself.
2: Well, I know, but I, there are there are things that I, I want to do better. I want I want people to enjoy the show. I'd like to kind of know what's working, what's not working, uh, because you know we we are going to be here for a while, and uh, and thus far, the reaction we've gotten from the audience has been pretty outstanding. So, always trying to do better. Dennis, thanks for the phone call, man. I appreciate it. This is Donald Trump uh, talking to Rob Schmidt on Newsmax, which by the way was back on uh, direct TV over the weekend. Uh, I got to do a, uh, a a live segment from my home studio before trump 's rally on Saturday night. It was cool. It was just nice to get back and be able to flip to three four nine right there on direct TV and uh, and i 'll be very interested to see and, and this is kind of and just an aside. <clears throat> Over the weekend, you may have recalled Fox kind of dropped talking about Donald Trump. They, they did. They they made a shift. We heard you know that uh, Paul Ryan is on the board of directors directing content, and he doesn't like Trump. You got Rupert Murdoch. He's anti-Trump. And lo and behold, over the weekend, as Newsmax carries the Trump rally, and Rob Schmidt has uh, Trump on Friday, uh, it, it's Fox is promoting an interview with Donald Trump on Sean Hannity tonight. And I thought you know, that was kind of interesting. I thought it was kind of interesting, but I'll be interested to see what the uh, ratings had to show with regard to Newsmax coming back. Here's Rob Schmidt talking to Donald Trump about Alvin Bragg and the case against him. The
5: fact is, I did nothing wrong at all. Nothing at all. And uh, yeah, I'm hearing the same thing. And uh, Robert went in, who I don't really know, other than he's a highly respected lawyer, very, very respected. And he went in. He was in there for a few hours. And uh, he was, uh, I guess Cohn was a client of his, and he said this was all just the opposite. And then on top of it, he had another lawyer write a letter to the FEC. And that letter was uh, devastating for him. I mean, everything he said was a lie. He should be indicted.
2: Now, he's talking about Robert Costello. When Robert Costello went in and he uh, testified and showed that Alvin Bragg was uh, getting rid of, did not uh, uh, divulge 600 pages in exculpatory evidence for Donald Trump. There are a couple other things, including uh, this Michael Cohn literally writing a letter saying that he paid the $130,000 to Stormy Daniels. It was not a contribution political contribution and trump didn't know about it and then on top of that there was a letter from stormy dandles saying she never had sex with donald Trump. so i mean what else what how else could you shoot this uh, this whole story down here's jonathan turley talking about the uh, case against trump and i'll be interested to see what they have to say today because uh trump was saying over the weekend he thought the case had already been dropped uh, we will see here, and don't put it past the left; they'll they'll come up with something else. Here's Jonathan Turley. But his
6: Bragg is taking a New York misdemeanor, which, by the way, is expired. It only has a two-year statute limitations, and he's he's essentially bootstrapping that into a felony. But he intends, according to reports, to prove a federal crime that the Department of Justice itself mm-hmm. declined to prosecute. Now, that effort, he's losing already. The court of public opinion, a, a, a poll came out showing roughly 60% of people viewed this as politically motivated but he's playing to a jury pool in New York and the likelihood of if Donald Trump wasn't a threat the
2: left would just leave him to history all right they'd be like okay let's lay off we don't want him to be we want him to become a candidate think about this four cases pending to try to end his political ambitions after two, uh, two impeachments, uh, a, a thrown election in 2016, or an attempt to throw an election in 2016, a thrown election in 2020. So if Donald Trump is not a threat, if the left, if the swamp, including many members of the GOP, don't consider Donald Trump a threat, why are they going through all of this?
6: Finding a Trump supporter in the New York jury pool, is about the same as finding a triceratops. I mean, it's, it's not that likely. <laughs> but he also has judges in New York who I think are going to look askance at this and say, wait, you're a state prosecutor and you're going to prove a federal crime? I I think he's got a a rough road ahead, but what he has done is handed Trump proof positive of his long narrative. This is a political prosecution.
2: Okay, so you've got that going. People understand this is a political... Uh, a a political prosecution. And then you've got uh, this uh, DeSantis poll in Iowa from Axios that says DeSantis is ahead, while every other poll says that Donald Trump is pulling out because people look at him as kind of this, I guess, martyr with regard to the takedown of the uh, swamp. He's the guy who's taken all the arrows. And by the way, you don't become a martyr until... Something happens. So if that's an arrest, that's the moment. Let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz, the home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate there. Buster, what's on? What's going on, my friend?
1: Big Daddy Rob. What's up? <laughs> All right, Bubba, man. Been a while. Hey, listen, here's what I think is going to happen. What is All right, we're going to come to our senses and realize we need to go for the long-term haul it's going to take okay. every bit of 12 years to straighten this out right rob yeah yeah exactly okay so look trump deserves it he got robbed give him what he deserves four years and then we go DeSantis for eight maybe we can clean this mess up rob
2: yeah, yeah. It, we do have a lot of uh, fixing to do. I have a feeling if Donald Trump were elected president, it wouldn't take as long as you think, Buster. i got to be honest. I don't think it would take as long uh, as you think. I think he would go in, he would use executive orders, he would defund, he would he would clean house, and I think now he knows. He knows who lines up with the enemies of the United States. He had four years of experience, and he's able been able to kind of digest this after he left office. He's still been under fire. And so this time when he goes to Washington, D.C., he knows who's working a- against the uh, american people and who aren't so i think it's going to happen a lot faster than it did the first time go ahead buddy
1: exactly you know we can hit the ground running trump knows the games he knows the whole you know what's going on exactly a whole list of stuff i I can't forget what i like about you can i go on
2: Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Just feed my ego. I'm sure the audience wants to hear this.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, I'm one of your favorite callers.
2: Oh, you are. You are, Buster. Thank
1: you. <laughs> hey, listen. You know what I appreciate? Because I can depend on you. Hey, and after all, who's cool enough to put Ted Nugent on? Yeah,
2: we had the hey, Nugent
1: Holy, (laughs) Leo, next thing I know, you're going to have Jimmy Page on.
2: Oh, that would be a dream. I'd rather have Robert Plant, but I'll take either one of them.
1: (laughs) Nice. I love it. Hey, listen. Okay, and here's the main thing. What I love about you is you don't play with us. You're not playing games. This ain't no comedy show. You're talking real deal, genuine, highly intelligent, quality time baby that's About what that. i'm not looking that's what i'm looking for not some clown not you you know some other guys i won't mention out here <laughs> you know and i'm fighting these guys off rob God, i God. need a big guy like you out here really right. i need buster to back up. but anyway because that's what i love man is i get real deal no bs from rob
2: thank you buster I got to run. Thanks for the call. Yeah, and that's tough. I'm I'm just asking today. What do you like about the show? What do you like best about the show? Uh, What do you think we could do better on? That's what I want to do. Because I got to tell you, we know that expectations have been high for this time slot. Noon to three Eastern Standard Time was owned by a gentleman named Rush Limbaugh. And he was the greatest talk show host in the history of radio. There's no uh, uh, doubt about it at all. And every day, I'm my boss, you know, we we talk, and he's what would Rush do? Well, I don't try to think like Rush did, but I did, you know, contribute comedy to his show for many years. So I'm trying to bring uh, a, a show that it brings the comedy that I did for Rush to my take on things and uh you know if we're doing a good job i appreciate it if there's things we could do better uh you know i'd love to love to uh, hear from you 800-922-6680 got some more audio on the uh the brag case in new york then we're going to move into a little bit of uh the trump uh, rally and then uh, oh a big gender confusion update on the way this is the rob carson show
1: we the people are mad as hell it's the rob carson show
2: All right, so we got a couple questions going right now. First of all, uh, DeSantis, should he set out and let Trump, uh, you know, run this election cycle? You know, presuming that it's going to be Trump or DeSantis. And the other one is just kind of asking, what do you like about the show? What do you, uh, you know, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? It's uh, it's uh, uh, open for discussion. Eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Alvin Bragg, the uh, the uh, grand jury reconvenes, I guess, in New York after a few days off. And here's what Alan Dershowitz said about it this weekend.
3: Well, I don't think an indictment can actually come forward now after the comments made by Costello. He has proved that the main witness is going to be a perjuring liar on the witness stand and
2: that and when has that stopped democrats puts the district attorney in a
3: terrible position if he uses Cohn as a witness he could actually lose his bar license it's unethical to put a witness on the stand who you know is lying you'd and think he has to know yeah. that cohen will be lying or he tries the case without Cohen, which is very difficult or he does the right thing he drops the case it, it, i'm not
2: holding my breath
3: and get trump i go through each of the four <laughs> cases against donald trump and i prove by precedent and evidence that none of the four cases has any basis in law. All four of them are politically motivated. Now,
2: this comes from a uh, a very liberal, lifelong Democrat.
3: And I would hope that maybe grand jurors finally would wake up and say, "Look, we're not ham sandwiches here.
2: Yeah. We're going
3: to stand up for the law. And the law says,
2: no, you don't. When was the last time that uh, the Republican Party went after a Democrat candidate so hard for so long that sounds kind of dirty but when was that when was that Hillary Clinton has a lot of malfeasance in her past and when you bring up something about Hillary Clinton like 31,000 emails in a private server that's verboten when you get uh, the fact that she literally paid for the Russian dossier to append some sort of Russia collusion on Donald Trump that's no big deal you just pay an FEC fine but when's the last time that the Democrat Party went this long, this hard <laughs> against a Republican candidate? And it says to me they're terrified of them, And I, and I think they are because the, uh, the donor class, the political class in Washington, D.C., have lived very high on the hog for a very long time. And the people are finally done with it. I think uh, one of the the lines in the sand they jumped across was pulling out of Afghanistan, which humiliated uh, and broke the hearts of so many who served there and so many Gold Star families and so many people who are picking up the shrapnel with the soldier in their family with PTSD or a lifelong injury. And then and then we move on to the other ways that the, the government has uh, slapped us around. Oh, like, for instance, when uh, uh, East Palestine, Ohio, we, have we heard anything about East Palestine, Ohio? No, we haven't. But uh, Joe Biden flew to Ukraine, promised billions and billions of dollars more. So that kind of was a metaphor for the federal government and if they care about us or not. And I think people are kind of putting two and two together on that one, and, they, and they're tired of it. And I don't think there's a way to recork this bottle. As far as people saying the Republican Party has to change, the swamp needs to be drained, then paved over, and started again. I think we're, we're, at, a, I think we're at a place. And when I was on uh, Newsmax before Trump's speech, I said, you got people like Bill Maher and uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock now saying that we need to return to common sense. All right, you know that the country's going in the wrong direction. More on this in your phone calls, 800 This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people.